Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is June uh, 1st, 2021. The time is about um, 11.30 a.m. Reddy Newman PC does conduct Zoom calls every single day. For those people who are in the conference, if you want to ask any question, please press star six to ask question. For those people who are um, listening to this in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlockgroup.com. Sankar? Hello. Mr. Reddy, can you hear me? Yes, Hi, I very can. good uh, morning to you. Uh, Mr. Reddy, my priority date is uh, December of 2009 under EB2. And uh, uh, I had filed my 485 application in the month of October of 2020, as with many other people. Uh, mm-hmm. We completed the biometric in March of 2021. It's been over two mm-hmm. months and we are not hearing any, res- I've not heard any responses so far. I wanted to get your guidance in terms of, uh, are you seeing already cases being approved? Are you seeing any uh, interviews being waived in the process? Yes, uh, yes. Should- I've seen I've seen a lot of interviews getting waived. Um, actually, I've seen very rare people getting interviewed nowadays. Very rare. I would say out of 100 cases, maybe five, six cases are interviews cases right now. So the rest of all the cases are not interview cases. So that's a good news. Um, but right okay. now, is there anything you can do to expedite your matter though? No, because they will always refer to the processing timings though. Yes, which because you- and my, my center was Texas. So they are saying, 10 and a half months to 30 months is the range that I see for the 485. So, so, so when it's 30 months, they will only go with 30 months. They will not go with the 10 and a half months. Um, obviously, they are not that delayed. The reason why they put that one is because so that you don't contact the congressman. If you contact the congressman, they'll say it's 30 months. Okay. But unfortunately, but you, nothing can be done. Nothing can be done. But right if, you see, if you're seeing cases being approved... Sh- you're saying less than 10 and a half months as well, cases are being approved, that means? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I'm sorry, guys. I am a little bit uh, soccer injury, so I'll have to sit down. Uh, okay. Next person. So nothing nothing to be done. Thank you so much. Nothing nothing, nothing to be worried that much. Kavya? Uh, hello, Rahul. Yes. Uh, we moved to India in the year 2019 because of uh, family issues 
and uh, now we are seeing that the dates are moving uh, faster and we are in eb2 category sorry about the noise background mm-hmm. uh, eb2 mm-hmm. category and the, our priority date is 2016 uh mm-hmm. february and uh, my husband contacted his employer and he said uh, he can come back and look for projects currently mm-hmm. he is looking for projects and uh, his h1b is expired and we moved to india when our h1b was pending actually so we mm-hmm. and uh, and then when we decided to move he said the uh, file for withdrawal so i went and checked the lin number i mean lin number and it was showing withdrawal so now he's saying he can apply for extension be consulate processing or the premium processing he can go with it and he has stayed with this employer for the past 8 years and his i140 was approved for more than 6 months so we are not getting clear picture like how to proceed with i want you to do one thing if the company is cooperative mm-hmm. I want you to transfer this application to the consular processing. Okay. The reason is that if the final action dates are current and you don't take any action, they can deny. They can say they can deny your application completely, though. So that's the reason you do the. Wait. Because what they say is that you have to act within one year. Okay. Okay. So if you do the, if you wait, wait, ma'am. if you do the consular processing you're not going to lose anything you're going to gain now even though it's a consular processing if you guys come back into this country at h1b you can it will not cause any problem for you okay okay so now uh, should we drop our plans of moving back to the us because uh, you should no 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 i am not telling you to drop off the plans of moving back to the united states i'm telling you to have an uh, Sorry, sorry. I'm telling sorry. you to have a side plan. If moving back doesn't work out quickly, you have a backup plan of getting the green card in India. Okay, okay. So provided the employer should help us out. That is right now. That is the best process okay. for you right now. So you keep the process of coming into United States, but have a secondary process. Next person, please. Sure, sure, sure. Thank you so much. Shravanti. Yeah, hey, hey, Rahul. Uh, sorry, my question is regarding the H four EAD process. Uh, so my husband is on H one, and uh, his I one forty was filed like in uh, Jan for two thousand thirteen. So so far, I never applied for a EAD, but uh, like we got a recent extension in uh, August twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. He got it through premium, but my four H uh, my H four extension is kind of stuck. because of the texas center dates and all i never got any biometric nothing it just shows the case is received status so far so my yes. thing is like more than an year so uh, is there a way i can apply for ead right now without an approval in hand and uh, wait absolutely. for that absolutely absolutely you can absolutely can. you can and what what is your husband's prior to did you say did you say 2013 yeah uh, did you uh, is it in eb2 it's eb2 yeah and the company is not willing to do the biometrics sorry not biometrics the company is not willing to do eb3 downgrade uh, they gave him an option but he was confused because he got a eb1 upgrade option too so he was lost in the oh, process come on can you take a gun and kill him please don't do it please <laughs> come on eb why would you take eb1 when you have an eb3 which is easy to approve 
Who said that? Who said that? Uh, can you now have him do the EB3 right now and be prepared for it? I think I can ask him. Uh, he's currently away from his desk right now. To yeah, ask him. tell him that that he did something very, 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 very wrong, and he should be negotiate right now. EB one has a lot of different reasons. It could be denied. You you came here on H, you came here on H one B. You didn't come here on L one. And there are documents that you have provided which may have contradictory information that he was working as an executive position there. There are a lot of chances of denial for EB one. There is like less than one percent chance of EB three denial. Okay. Anyway, you be be okay. my guest for the next ten years. Okay. <laughs> Try to do it EB three. Next person, please. Sai. Sai. Amit. Hi. Good morning, Rahul. Hey, Hello. Good morning. Hi. Yes. Hi. So um, my uh, so I was in the US uh, on H1B till 2019 with my family. Uh, came back in 2019. The plan was to kind of stay back in one year and then go back. Uh, so uh, currently I have a L1A, uh, which is approved. But the problem is my wife. Uh, uh, we are trying to have the L2 uh, visa stamp for her. Uh, we're not getting mm -hmm. an appointment, but <clears throat> the question I had was, I have a U.S., uh, uh, I have my kid uh, who is five-year-old, who is a U.S. citizen, uh, and also he, he has some medical challenges. So he mm -hmm. was taking uh, treatment and uh, consultation in the U.S. We have all the reports and medical reports and all. So my question is, is there a way... Uh, that uh, we can process uh, my wife's stamping and can come to uh, US at the earliest because we are already stuck for two years and her, his treatment yeah, and other things. Yeah, def definitely. Th those are good things. I have seen them on everything very, very frequently. Um, when you provide them the documentation, request them in the one. She has to make an appointment for L2 and then request for the expedited thing for the medical reasons for the son, who is a US citizen. And they normally do expedite though. Correct. So I think the, the question was because even we are not getting the normal appointment. I, I know if you have the normal appointment, we can kind of- I got it. To... I got it. You, can, you can drop an email for both requesting both the things to the US consulate. Um, both the things in the sense of the normal- uh, Appointment plus expedite, both of them. You don't have, you, there's no travel ban on your wife. Okay, that's good. Correct. Um, so Correct. I want you to request, send an email to them and describe them, provide them the documents. Just send it to the common uh, Chennai consulate or whichever consulate that you are. You don't have to send to any other. Uh, and give them the reasons and, and give them in short form. Yeah. L2 applicant, son is a US citizen, has medical things. These are the issues for those things. And then you go bottom and explain all the situations more about your son. Don't explain very much about you. You're staying in two years. That's not an issue here. The story here is you need medical attention for your son. And son need to go, and that's the reason why mom needs to go. Right. So the only process is take a normal appointment and then convert. No, 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 no. You're saying you're not getting the normal appointment. Right. Drop an email with an appointment. Oh, uh, okay. For the appointment. All right. Okay, but there is no other way out, like waiving the uh, appointment of uh, for L2 dependent. There is no waiving 
law or is there any other way or she needs to get the stamp she needs to get yeah. the stamping she can't oh, come okay. into the country without stamping okay 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 next Thank you. next person Thank please you. gautami hi rahul um i had a question about my ead so i was on my f1 ead till january 29th and i immediately stopped working because we had applied for h4 but it was taking a lot of time and it wasn't approved so from jan 29th after that i stopped working and i was also going to go on my maternity leave so my manager said i could get my pto days that was like i had two weeks of pto so they said i can just encash it so i did that for the first two weeks and then on feb 22nd after i delivered my hr told me i can they cannot uh, give the maternity benefits from company but she told me that i could apply for the maternity benefits with state i stay in california so i have the disability insurance and also the paid family time with um, the baby so they told i could apply for this back to back later on um, till then i was uh, like on um, like loss, loss of pay like unpaid uh, unpaid till then they gave me like some 90 days uh, expecting my visa would come the h4 ead but in april also i didn't get it so i called them back and my hr told uh, she consulted okay. someone else and she told me that they did something wrong on their end and i am actually eligible for maternity leave from my company and they said they are going willing to change everything and they are going to give me the disability insurance from my company so match with the state the disability insurance part and then later on the paid family also for 6 weeks from my company that came till may 15th and then i got my h4 ead as well so my question was am i eligible to get my maternity benefits from my company and also from state when i don't have a valid ead with me none you're not supposed to get either from the employer or from the state because you don't have a work permit what you're claiming is that look because of my physical condition i cannot go to work is what you're telling even if you're physical even if you could run a marathon that day you could not have worked mm-hmm. so you sh- you're not supposed to get it don't take any more benefits from anybody so um i should so for the state when i was applying it was written if i have worked till november 2020 that's, i should get this okay that's not they, they 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 don't have the immigration they should be asked here is the thing okay you are getting the benefit because you can't work because of your physical conditions right, right. whatever the physical condition might be mm-hmm. my question was only one thing if you could run a marathon on that day 26 miles per day on that day could you st- could you could you be working no mm-hmm. so you are not eligible for it you see my point yeah okay so should i like reached out to them back and then tell them right now right now right now all i can tell you in the zoom conferences don't get any more benefits okay 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 next person okay. please thank you arvind yeah hi rahul uh, yes. i'm on h1b uh, and my i'm, I'm approaching my uh, max out uh, next month and my uh, labor was applied in um, december 2020 so is it a good option to go convert to uh, p2 uh, on i just want to know is it a, uh, is it will there be any implications or will there be any risk on converting to p2 and then from p2 to h1 back um when is your h1b 6 years h1b expiring uh july 5th uh, 2021 in one month yeah 
there are some minor risks involved in your PT to H1B getting approved. There are minor risks involved in it. Um, normally, I would ideally would like you to go to India. Um, that's an option that you need to look into because if you stay in the country, you cannot work. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but if you, I, but if you are allowed to remotely work, I would rather go to India and work, continue working there. But if your company is that that doesn't allow you remotely working, B two may be a good option for you. Yeah, yeah actually, I now, thought of. Sorry, yeah, please go. Ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, actually, I thought of that option of going back to India, but after considering now the situation, it might take six months or even one year to come back. So that is where I got struck. I got your point. That makes sense. There's one problem here is that when you convert back from B2 to H1B, there is an 80% probability that they will not issue an I-94 for you. Okay. If they don't issue an I-94 for you, because what they say is that the B2, which is a bridge application, is not approved. So we're not going to approve your H H1B because there's a gap of the I-94. So that's the reason why uh, we may, I mean, B2 may not work out, but under the conditions what you are in, you can try your chances and see if it all works out. Okay, but but nothing. It's not illegal. It's definitely okay. not illegal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, okay. Fine. Yeah. Thank you. Next person, please. Arjun? Previously, we never used to do the B2 applications, but because of the pandemic, we're doing for a lot of people B2 applications. There are some success stories, some not success stories. But either way, you will still get the H1B approval. You just have to go outside the country. Arjun, go ahead. Okay. Hello, hello, Rahul. Uh, I have a July 2012 priority, and I'm looking to file a concurrent petition, 485 concurrent petition with my new employer. And uh, my birth certificate has a different name altogether. I changed my name officially when I was five years old. So uh, I don't know what uh, documentation I should provide to prove that, that it's the same person as what I'm called in the birth certificate. So. One thing is don't submit that birth certificate if you don't have proof because I've had, you go to these lawyers, they don't know, you know, they don't care what happens with you, okay? First is don't submit that birth certificate. Now, second thing is that is there any official record that you change the name at five years old? There I don't think so. Gazette? There is a government oh, gazette. Oh, you do have a government gazette? Yeah. Is that enough? You, you're good. You're absolutely good. Submit the birth certificate. You're good. Oh, okay. I take thank back you. my words. Okay, thank oh, you so much. The, the government gazette, they accept it. It will have a lengthy list of all the different people. Um, 67 pages in your name will be somewhere there. It doesn't matter. You just highlight that particular page and point out to that particular page. They are fine. Okay. okay, thank you so much. You can submit the birth certificate. Absolutely, you can submit it. Okay, and in the 482 application, they will ask you, have you ever used any other names? Use the old name, your birth name too, okay? Madhavi? Okay. Hi, Rahul. Uh, good afternoon. Thanks for taking the call. I have a quick question. Um, so uh, our priority date is 2012 March. Uh, so right now my husband uh, is holding the uh, GC for us, I mean, green card process for us. So he's with the current employer since eight years. Uh, now that- uh, Ma'am, 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 ma'am. When you say 2012, did you already file the 485 or you yeah, did not yeah, file the 485? Yeah, okay. we have completed I-140, uh, 2012 is, March. Is I-140 approved? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So our priority date is March 2012. Uh, he's with the same employer since eight years now. Um, so now that it's EB3 downgrade is getting closer. So we wanted to downgrade and we reached the employer. So the employer is not ready to. Sorry. Wait, 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 wait. You said you filed the 485. 2012 no. never. Be oh, you no. did not. No. So, okay. so only one I went, Yeah. So the priority date is on EB2, uh, 2012, March. I got it. So you did not, the company did not downgrade in September, October of 2020. Yes. Okay. Yes. So now we wanted to downgrade to EB3. We, we reached out to the employer. Employer said, uh, if attorney agrees, he can go ahead and downgrade. We had a conference call with the company's attorney, with the employer together. And attorney is saying that he cannot downgrade right now because he's getting a lot of RFEs regarding the downgrade process. Zero. Zero RFEs. Yeah. So we we have, because my son is aging out soon, he's turning 19 years by this October. And we are requesting him to do a downgrade. He is not at all. Do I look do I look good? Hi, Ras. We'll do it. I'll convince your company. No problem with it. Yeah. If you want, so, hey, if, if you want, we can take your case on contingent basis. I'll just double the fees though. Okay. Yeah. Just to address. We, we asked, we already offered that we wanted to, yeah, if he's not willing to do that, we can always go ahead, give it a chance to file with the other attorney. We would like to come to you. Uh, so he's telling that uh, he's been our attorney for so many years to the company. We cannot uh, let you file with other attorneys. So we are stuck in the position. My son is aging out. It is very critical right now. So uh, I wanted to find out, is there any real reasons of getting this downgrade no. thing? No, okay. you have to stick with the company. You don't have an option of going to a different lawyer unless your company permits it. You may want yeah. to group up with a couple of other, um, Apple did it, Microsoft did it, Google did it, Rahul did it. Rahul is a minuscule person. No problems with it. I wouldn't say that it's a zero RFEs. I take back that word. Two to 3% of the time we did get an RFEs for the ability to pay and other things. But no, nothing special. It's a downgrade is there. I don't know why they don't want to. It's just like the way beef is legal, okay, in United States. But if I take beef to my home, my wife says, no, you can't bring it. She says it's unhealthy, whatever she says. No matter what law I show to her, it doesn't matter for her. She won't allow beef in my home. So you can't cite a law. You can't cite anything to them. So you, you lost the ring there. You have to search there, ma'am. You can't come to this light and search here. Okay, got it. I just wanted to know, is there any valid reasons of getting this RFEs a lot or something like that, which we are not aware no, of? No, no, no reasons at all. If your husband is working for the same company, though, we have no denials at all for downgrade. Yeah, for eight years, he has never been any of the, uh, he's in the same. Uh, yeah, same I, I tell the same thing to my wife about beef. Remember, I tell the got same it. thing about my wife. She won't agree with me. Okay. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Next you very much. Yeah. Murli. Hi Rahul Garu. And thank you so much uh, for helping us. And you explain everything in very, very easy terms. So I love that. And actually, like I applied my 
preparation for I-485 and EB3, uh, EBT to EB3 downgrade everything for you. And I mean, I'm just uploading everything in while filling the questionnaire. And uh, I, 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 I had some questions like uh, my wife's I-797 uh, has like 10 days discrepancy uh, in her like an approval from previous approval to the next approval in 2015. One, so, one thing is that one thing is that this is a common general conference call where you get your turn sometimes where you don't get your turn though. There is another conference call that we have given and you come in there, you get your turn every time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You have that I, conference call. Um, oh, so I drop know. an email to AOS. We have a different conference call. That's for the people who are working with us. It's a different conference call. But again, oh. get, there is a 10 days discrepancy uh, on the I-797. Okay. But I'm just... Like, she, she applied like uh, before itself. There is nothing that while, while the officer, whoever approved that case, instead of... Oh, eight, five, oh, oh, no, 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 no. If we have the receipt date, yeah. that is before I-94 expiration, you yeah. are in good shape. You don't have to worry. So while uploading, can I upload those I-797 without any... Absolutely. Abs absolutely. Oh. Remember, oh. so I-94 is expiring, let's say, April of 2016. April mm -hmm. 12th of 2016. Mm -hmm. And your receipt notice says April 1st of 2016. Even if the approval date is September, approval from is September, you're in good shape. You don't have a problem. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, that's what I worry. What happened? We don't know. Okay. And then no, a number, that, that a naturally, number, uh, A number keeps changing all the time. You don't have to worry. No, a number is missing. A number is missing. She's on her. That's I, okay. I that's that's okay. okay. It's not it. Yeah, because it's fine. asking if he, he has any a number in the in your questionnaire. That's fine. If you it. have a if you have an a number, give it. If you don't, you don't have to worry about it. Okay. And then last one is the birth certificate. Is like her name is written as like star star star. So they didn't they didn't wrote uh, her name when she was born in 1986. So. And then uh, try to now, see, try to see, try to the, see if you can. Yeah, now got you got affidavit. I got the affidavit. Okay, okay, that's good. Keep them. So I can upload uh, those two and then affidavits and then birth certificates. Uh, yeah, please. All the all three things. If possible, try to correct it though. The the state the uh, which state you are from. I'm from Andhra There is a big mess going on. They're saying that you know because if she if she crossed after 15 years of age, she can't enter her name in the system. That's what they're uh, saying. Uh, okay. That's they gave some schedule number and everything. They explained. They gave an endorsement letter on that. For that. Okay, make sure that you keep the documentation also, just yeah. in case, though. Okay. So you want me to upload the birth certificate and these two affidavits that I and two affidavits. That's right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Thank you, sir. And then can you tell Thank me you. which call is that? I'm waiting. Waited. Uh, for you you drop you drop it. You drop an email okay. to us. We will send you. Okay. Okay. Please. Thank okay. you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Tarun. Hey, uh, hi, hi, Royal. Um, so question, Rahul. So my H-1B uh, is approved until August of 2022. And so is my stamp valid until August of 2022. But what happened is I, I left my organization. I put in my papers and I wanted to move to Canada um, because immigration is easier here. Um, now, I, I just for a backup, uh, Rahul, because I'm new here, I'm feeling a little homesick. So if things don't work out in Canada, right? Um, if I am able to find a new employer in the United States who's willing to uh, transfer my H-1B, can I seek a re-entry back into the country uh, with the same stamp, but with a new I-797 form? With the new I-797 form. With a new company's I-797 form. 
absolutely you can as long as you're coming before the stamping expires though even though the stamping doesn't belong to the same company that which you are going to work but when you enter into united states you have to tell them look this is a stamping but i am not working for that company i'm working for this company so you make sure that you get an i94 for this one and not for this one you tell it it's absolutely allowed since it's the same category you have no problem you're fine so but long as i find after to ah uh, if it's after 2022 though um then your stamp expires you'll have to get the stamp uh what if my same company rehires me back uh then what's the issue like um it depends on is it the same position that they are hiring is it a different position same position for that matter same position um you would require a lot of documentation from the company why mm-hmm. there is still a job for you and at the port of entry you may be questioned quizzed more and you need to have a fresh dated employer letter that the job offer is still open for you because oh. hey you've been gone for 7 months i don't know whether you have a job or not with this company you're trying to enter with this company so i i don't think so you have a job you're just trying to enter into my country okay no i do have a job here is a employer letter oh that employer letter is dated 2 years ago no i need something today this week and make sure that they are available on the phone when you're entering the country oh. i'll take the next oh. three callers thanks thank trivedi Trivedi Hey hi Rahul uh, actually i have a question um, uh, my h1b was uh, approved 6 year ago but i didn't use the full term so can i reuse uh, again without cap i mean will it be subject to cap or not i mean uh, can i still use it if you been been counted towards a cap which you said you were yes if i mean you are, it was if, and if if you are using the leftover but did you work in united states for a while on uh, yeah i worked uh, yeah but yeah it was less than a year i mean i didn't use all 3 years in that so you have 5 years of h1b left out of the 6 years technically speaking about mm-hmm. you can use you can use that 5 years at any point of your life in one year mm-hmm. in two years in 10 years in 20 years at any time you will not be subject to cap as long as you are willing to forgo the one year and only want to get 5 years. Mhm. Yeah, I mean currently okay. my I'm on H4 and my I got the biometric but still I'm waiting on EAD so I what I mean if I can switch back to H1B for few months until I get the EAD. You can one, one yeah. other one when is your H4 expiring though? Oh uh, my H4 expiring on this uh, 21st of June. Yeah. Then you have to file the H1B before 21st of June to be on a yeah, safer I'm, side. Yeah, but I was not. Yeah, I'm talking with attorney, so yeah, I was yeah, not yeah, sure if I can. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, you can file, ma'am. No problem with it. Yeah, and I don't have to go out of the country for that, right? Absolutely not required. Okay. If okay. you file before June twenty first, absolutely not required. If it's okay. afterwards, though, they may or may not give you an identity for you. May have to leave the country. If it is before June twenty first, I have no doubt you will be. Okay. okay. So otherwise, I mean, if it comes after June twenty first, I will have to go out of it's country. Not to get my after, it's not after. It's it's not after twenty first. It's after twenty first. They filed application. Okay. Oh, okay. Then oh, okay. there is a chance. There is a fifty percent chance you may have to go. 
It's a little bit complex mm-hmm. to explain, but yeah, you have a chance for mm-hmm. you to go outside the country because your identity yeah. for expired. I'll go to the next oh. person, please. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Shweta? Shweta? Yeah, hi, Rahul. So I just yes, want ma'am. to ask, like, um, one time you recommended me to come on the B2 visa. So can mm-hmm. I come to B2 visa without replying to the RFE for H4? But I have a valid I-94. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go first from the beginning. You are married right now, is right? Yes. And you have a valid I-94 right now? Yes. And you you want to come on B2 visa right now? Yes. Where are you right now? I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. What do you mean? You are here. Where are you going to come? No, I just want to stay on B2 visa. Um, you know my case already. That's going to be tough, ma'am. I speak with 50 people every day. Check the chat. I pinged you on chat. Is there, well. We had a consultation, is it right, Meenal? Yeah, we had a consultation. Yeah. Okay. Can you drop an email to me, please? Because it's going to be hard for me to remember you, okay? Okay. I have a lot of consultations every day, other than this one too, okay? Okay. Thank okay. you, Ram. I'll take the I'll take the last caller today, guys. Bhavik. Uh, hey, hey, Rahul. So yeah, I had this question. Actually, my spouse uh, has just come in US, and she has an admit in a university here from fall 2021. Um, and uh, so basically, we wanted to start on F1 because we heard that that's a better visa compared to H4 EAD. Right now, she is on H4. So my question was, if we eventually want to switch to F1, like, you know, after five months when the situation is better in India and we can, we can get a stamp. Um, and if we start an H4 EAD process, I, I don't right? know who, I, I don't know who gives the idea that the F1 is better than H4 EAD though. I don't see a reason why F1 is better than H4 EAD. Uh, one is that uh, the Biden administration has taken away the provisions. He's going to continue the H4 EAD for as long as it's there. Um, second is that uh, F1 requires that the person must have only temporary intention to stay in the United States. We see a lot of F1 denials when they go outside the country for getting the stamping. Okay. And also, OPT mm-hmm. and STEM extension has a lot of restrictions what she can do, what she cannot do. In the H4 EAD, she could flip mm-hmm. a burger, she can be a Microsoft CEO, or she can sit at home. There's no restriction. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of independence, and there may be a lot of fees discount also if you are within the state, uh, if you go to the state. There's a lot of pluses yeah. for an H4 EAD. I don't see... Everybody is an F1. I want to be an F1. I want to be a student. Just because you are an H4 doesn't mean you are not a student. For some feeling... <laughs> They have it. It's something like I am on my own. I don't know. Uh, believe me, I was in a situation where I have to either, you know, H, whether I have to pick between H4 and F1. You know which one I picked? H4. Absolutely. This is my own case. I picked H4. It was so easy at that time. It still is easy for you. It's much easier for you guys right now. As compared to when I was there, I can't even work on H4. Um, you know, I, it was green card was easier at that time. To come in yeah. so still h4 EAD is better f1 has a lot of risk opportunities there uh mm-hmm. opt and stem extension has a lot, a lot of restrictions on there and those things um so 
I would not recommend moving into F1. I see, but yeah. So H four E D, the only problem is it takes a lot of time, and it might not come through in six months when we require it. So my point is like, right. let's say we start H four E D. That's 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 changed thanks to Radium and PC two. We sued the USCIS. They took the biometrics off. It's going to take a little bit time for it to become effective. Okay, what we did, it's going to take a little bit time to be, become effective. So if let's the only last question is let's say I start an H four E D process for her right now. And if it is still not coming after six months, let's say in December, can we still go to India and get an F1, or it's like she has shown him, uh, you know, intent to immigrate by applying for no, EAD? No, just just because she applied the EAD, she didn't show the immigrant intent. The fact of the matter that you have an I-140 approval definitely yeah. will play a role on the consular officer whether or not she is an intending immigrant. I see. She's not on that. I because I was not married uh, when I got. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh, that, oh. She's married right now to a person who has an I-140 approval. Cool. That makes sense. Then I think it's the same case whether I apply H-4 EAD for her or not. Like the yeah, whether you apply it or not, you have an I-140 yeah, approval I, on the DS-160 form. She's going to say that I, no immigration petition has been filed. But you know the consular officer; they can read and smell. They can read. They have entire file. Believe me. Even though they spent 30 seconds at the post there. They actually do a little bit of research. The guys there assist them in preparing the entire file and making ready for them, and they tell them all the things. Husband has an I-140 approval and all those things. So when they come there, all they want to listen is a truthful statement from you because they already have a background information. Whether you're going to comply with this with the information they already have it, or you're going to contradict it. So yeah, they have all the things there. Okay. Awesome. Then we'll go and apply for it. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be tomorrow at four thirty. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information, or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites: rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.